Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hello and welcome to episode 662 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Tuesday. We have a ton to get to today, guys. We got a lot of, a lot of Major League Baseball here to talk about. I have five bets across the Major League Baseball slate that I'm excited to share with you, including some low numbers, some minus 120s, some even money plays, uh, a couple totals here as well. So hopefully we can uh, have a good MLB night. Also, a big uh, you know homework day or basically an early sharp report day where I want to talk about NFL Week 3. We've seen these lines drop already. I, typically what I like to do is you know let the lines drop. I monitor all the opening numbers, the overnight lines, see what happens on Monday. But then once you get to Tuesday, it becomes a little bit more clear where the respected money is leaning. So I actually have 10, count them, 10, uh, 10, 10, any of my Varsity Blues fans out there, Billy Bob, 10. 10 games that saw early line movement uh, that, to me, are going to be worth monitoring. And then, of course, we're going to finish it up with some college football. We talked yesterday about Iowa State being a really sharp, unranked versus ranked uh, home favorite with some reverse line movement. Well, I found three more bets that are really, really sharp, some dog-to-fave moves, some unranked teams, uh, as well as some money line opportunities. So uh, we'll start the pod with MLB, and then we'll finish it up with a ton of football, both pro and college, on a big Tuesday. Uh, So looking toward last night, guys, two and three. Minus 1.42 units. We did get a huge win there uh, with the uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that was a great teachable moment because you don't want to get locked into a bet too early. And this is something that I learned kind of quite a long time ago. You know, I would look at you know the board on a Monday or a Tuesday, and I would see an early line move, and boom, go with that move. But we do know there's a such thing as head fakes. So again, you have early money go one way, 
I always mention this, but Billy Walters was the king of this. You know, you hit one team at low limits, move the number, get it to a more favorable number in your, in your, uh, you know, kind of your direction. And then you buy low much harder and get down higher on bigger limits on the side that you really wanted the whole time. So I think with that Eagles play, perfect example was, you know, if you bet that game too early, I, I fully admit it looked like, you know, uh, that early movement did go to Minnesota plus three down to one and a half. But you got to kind of look at the way a line evolves because, uh, number one, you had huge buyback there on the Eagles. When they bottomed out at minus one and a half, you had a ton of buyback, bring them up to minus two, minus two and a half. I actually love seeing right before uh, kickoff last night, the line got even up to minus three. So all late movement, number one, was going toward the Eagles. But also, you know, I want to be on the side of a sharp play with some reverse line movement or 50-50 betting yet the line moves or a nice steam move. But when you have a line move early, um, and then it goes back the other way, but then also it evolves into a very trendy dog. Like that's what happened with Minnesota. They are coming off that big win against the Packers, the Eagles. Obviously they did beat Detroit week one, but they didn't cover the number. So if you're looking across the market, the early move was Minnesota. But if you look toward Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for each day, the ticket count got higher and higher and higher in favor of Minnesota. So the early move was in their favor. You can't deny that. But over the course of the week, they became a very trendy dog. They ended up closing with like 70% of bets. So again, if you bet it too early, yes, you're with the move, but it ended up being a big public play. And you guys know as a contrarian better, I like to bet against the public. Typically that means taking a lot of, you know, gross hazmat dogs that look like they got no shot. Those are the teams that actually have the most value. But when you have a dog that the public, you know, loves, and again, it's kind of rare. Public will always, you know, try to lean toward those favorites. If you're going to get down on a game, you want to get down on quote unquote, the better team. It's kind of a psychological thing why public bettors lean toward favorites and lean toward home teams and overs. Um, but also, uh, once you become you know, 60%, 70% of bets on that trendy dog, again, if you remember one thing, it's we like the gross dogs, we don't like the trendy dogs. So that was a trendy dog we wanted to bet against. Late movement did go to Philly, so it was a nice win there uh, for, the, uh, for the Eagles. Uh, really kind of a heartbreaker there with Tennessee Buffalo. I'm kind of kicking myself because um, got under 47 and a half. What happened? It landed on 48, so you lose by the hook on that one. I'm not that upset because some shops did close at 47. Uh, so, again, it's not like we got the worst of it. It did fall a little bit more, uh, so it did tell me that we were on the right side there. But, man, a couple takeaways are, number one, the Bills. I'm liking my division uh, bet here. I'm liking my win total over 11.5. Uh, man, they look pretty unstoppable here. Whereas Tennessee, we're starting to see why the books uh, were expecting a bunch of regression from them. Remember, they you know had the one seed last year. And then they had, I think their win total was like nine and a half, really juiced up under eight and a half. But again, losing AJ Brown, they just look like a team that's really, really lost right now. But you know that Simpsons, um, any Simpsons fans out there? When I was younger, we used to watch The Simpsons and we would always, always watch X-Files. But The Simpsons, uh, there's that one with, uh, who is it, Ralph Wiggum's son. Maybe it's his son or maybe not, but he has the stick and he's like, and he's like, uh, you know, stop. He's already dead. What are you doing? He's already dead. I'm like, Buffalo, why do you have to keep scoring? You've already killed them. Uh, you got to keep scoring. So anyway, Buffalo, it lands on 48, just a tough break, uh, getting that under 47 and a half. So one and one in the NFL. Uh, and then MLB, super frustrating. The Baltimore Orioles, are you kidding me? You lose 11 nothing to the, to the you know, freaking Detroit uh, Tigers here. That one was brutal. Uh, Milwaukee couldn't come through for us. Uh, luckily, we did get the under 7.5 there in the Dodgers game, and that got really sweaty because Craig Kimbrell, thank you for shutting the door, but oh my God, Craig Kimbrell, I, if, the, if the Dodgers win the World Series in spite of Kimbrell, I'm going to tip my cap because that guy is so terrible. Oh my God, it's like... Every time, I feel like every time I have a, you know, I'm on the Dodgers, they're up by one in the ninth, or I'm on the under, Kimbrell comes in, what does he do? 
he like gives up a hit, then he hits two batters, then he'll walk five guys. It's like, oh my God, are you the worst closer in the history of baseball? Craig Kimbrell, uh, when he's coming in, it's never a good sign. Luckily, got lucky on a uh, double play there and then a pop out. So he did get that under. It landed uh, five to two. Uh, so either way, guys, looking for a bounce back today, two and three minus 1.42 units yesterday. But I really like the board today. Again, five Major League Baseball bets. We'll talk about 10 early line moves for NFL Week 3. Then we'll finish it up with some college football. Uh, not just our Iowa State play, but three more that I'm going to share with you that really caught my eye. Uh, one thing I do want to mention real quick, just being kind of cautious with Major League Baseball right now, and this has kind of been happening a couple times, it's that when these teams clinch, um, usually they clinch, and then obviously you have the party, you're popping bottles, you know, you're going to the playoffs, everyone's happy. But then the next day, you rest a lot of your guys. So this happened to me. Who was it before? I bet on – was it the Dodgers? Yeah, and that was actually, uh, ironically, Kimbrell who gave it up against Arizona. But I'll give you a perfect example. I really liked uh, Houston earlier today. I talked about it in the Morning Bets podcast. Uh, they were like plus 130 all the way down to like plus 115. And then because they clinch, it sounds like they're going to rest all their guys. So the line's going back toward Tampa Bay. Uh, same thing kind of like with the Mets tonight. They clinched last night. Uh, I think at one point they were like minus 120. They're back down to like minus 115 against Milwaukee. So just if you're betting baseball and a team clinches, just be very careful of betting them the next day because, one, you could be hungover in a happy hangover basically because you're going to the postseason, but you're going to give your guys a day off. So just keep keep in mind when we're betting baseball, you want to kind of avoid or be careful the day after these teams clinch because, again, a lot of their starters might be getting the day off. Uh, but with that being said, guys, a lot to get to on a big Tuesday, a big Philly Eagles day. Uh, I thought that was all of us in the Market Insights crowd there with Bradley Cooper and with uh, James Harden. Philly's got something going, man. Their fans are unbelievable. And I'll tell you one thing, uh, before I, I started my career in sports betting when I was 20 uh, or 21 years old, I moved to Boston. My first job, I was uh, working in a restaurant called Jerry Remy Sports Bar and Grill. I think it's called Tony C's now, but it's right next to Fenway Park. It's like right by the home plate. Um, and when we would have the Phillies come in for interleague series, they were absolutely just kind of just insane, crazy, disgusting. No offense if you're a Philly person, but you know, when, my, when we would uh, serve, when I was a server uh, and I do some like bartending and stuff too, um, all the different teams would come in and their fan bases would come in. Everyone was super nice. You know, I remember like the Cardinals fans were really nice, uh, different teams, Baltimore, whatever. But when there was an interleague series and the Phillies came in, the Phillies fans were like, drinking ridiculously they trashed the bathrooms they trashed the whole you know uh dining room floor and i was looking at them last night with all of them in the crowd going nuts and i'm like man you got you philly fans there's something going on with you i got to respect it as a boston fan but either way you got a nice one last night for us so i can't complain but anyway that just that anecdote just came to mind uh but as i mentioned guys before we uh, dive into a big baseball day and a big homework day uh getting prepared for this next week in the nfl season just wanted to mention, sign up for uh, quick housekeeping. Sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's now called the VEASAN Daily. Uh, you can wake up every morning uh, really letting you know what's going on in the sports betting market, what are the big games today, what are the upcoming big games, uh, and what's going on spe- uh, specifically at VEASAN. Uh, so you can just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. You have a link at the very top to listen to the Morning Bets pod, which I'm putting out uh, every weekday now. comes out around 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, and today, uh, the, the newsletter led off with, number one, a Winston Churchill quote from my guy Bill D. When you start with a Winston Churchill quote, uh, you know it's going to be a good day. But those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Uh, so we have takeaways here from college footballs uh, last week, NFL as well. Adam Kramer does a great job with college. Matty Humans is back with some more NFL takeaways. Uh, so it's kind of a great like uh, autopsy day to think about you know what happened last week. How can we use that to hopefully cash some bets for next week? Uh, you also get my early 
uh, uh, NFL Sharp Report uh, for week three. You'll also get Dave Tooley's takes for today, as well as college football situational betting spots week four from Adam Burke. So a lot of great information here to start your day. Just go to vsun.com slash newsletter to get this newsletter every day. And then if you're looking to take that next step, uh, and you want more access to information, data, you know, advice, you're ready to uh, dive deeper into the, into the numbers, then become a VEASAN member. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It costs less than 70 cents a day when you average it out. And you will get, once you sign up, everything behind the paywall. All of our pro tools, uh, betting splits, percentage of money, all of our pro picks, the best bets from, from everyone at VEASAN, all of our actionable uh, pro tips as well. Promos for legal sports books. You can also, um, you know, have a live stream of all the Veasan shows. So all included when we, when you become a member, give it a shot. Veasan.com slash subscribe. Uh, and then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting convo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real time market, constantly moving, constantly changing, constantly evolving. You hear me say it all the time. But this is kind of our our life our lifeline or kind of our finger on the pulse of things that could change, news that could affect our bet, injuries, trades. Uh, obviously different things going on across the market. Uh, but all you got to do is get on Twitter, create a Twitter account. If you haven't done it yet, if you have just make sure to follow at VEASAN live, the mothership where we tweet out great content all day. And you can also follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at VEASAN.com questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new book. You can app to track your bets. You got a question about VEASAN. You guys let me know. I'd be happy to guide you in the right direction the best way that I can. So with that being said, Looking for a bounce back night MLB. I can't believe Baltimore and Milwaukee both uh, both lost for us last night. We get one of those, you know, and we get the you know we, we get the uh, better number there, or maybe the Bills stop scoring every single time. You know that turns a two and three night into a uh, you know four and one, three and two. So that's kind of the the razor's edge that you walk when you're a sports better. How these tiny little things can change your night. Uh, but with that being said, I'm excited about today's game. So first one on the board for me, guys. I mentioned I have five bets overall. I'm going to go to my Boston Red Sox. This is a 6.40 p.m. Eastern time game, and I'm money lining the Red Sox at minus 120. Now, what jumped out to me for this matchup is a really sharp line move toward Boston. Uh, This actually opened kind of a Boston dog, like plus 100 on the road at Cincinnati. Now, the Red Sox have been steamed up to minus 120. Some shops even up to minus 125. So you're seeing line movement toward the Red Sox. They would match uh, quite a few systems here. Both had the day off, take the favorite, 66%. Non-division road favorite, 61%. Favorite who made the playoffs opponent didn't, 64%. All matching with Boston. Uh, this is Brian Bayo on the bump for the Red Sox. If you look at his numbers, they're not that great. He's 1-6 with a 5.10 ERA. But he's actually been really good. He's starting to get his groove here. He's the number one Red Sox pitching prospect. He has a 1.65 ERA in three September starts. So he's trying starting to figure it out here in the bigs. And they'll be facing Nick Lodolo, a lefty. He's four and six with a 3.81 ERA. Uh, Red Sox have the better bats. They're hitting 259 versus 239 for the Reds. And Cincinnati is just two and nine in their last 11. So I want to bet against the Reds. They've kind of struggled in this spot. Only 45 and 66 as a dog. Just 29 and 43 at home. Meanwhile, Boston. 39 and 26 is a favorite. Also 20 and 12 against lefties. Now that's notable because against righties, they're just 51 and 63. So they've been much better against lefties than they have righties. Also Boston bullpen, a little bit more rested here. In the last three games, they've pitched 10.1 innings versus 13 for the Reds. So interleague matchup here. I tend to go interleague with the favorite with the line move, the lack of familiarity, benefiting quote unquote the better team. But give me the sharp move dog to favorite. On the Red Sox. I'm on the Red Sox, guys. Shop around. I got Boston at minus 120. Uh, Next play for me. Pretty much the same exact price. Very similar situation here. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Let's go Jays. I'm on the Jays at minus 120 as well. 
Uh, Jays open on the road at Philly, around a minus 115 road favorite. We've seen them get bet up to around now minus 120. Some shops a little higher, closer to minus 125. But same thing, interleague line move, interleague favorite, line going to Toronto. I really like the pitching matchup in favor of the Jays in this one. This is Ross Stripling against Kyle Gibson. Stripling is 8-4 and four with a 2.94 ERA, but he's been really good. Uh, over the last like two months here, especially the last month, he's eight uh, or the Jays are eight and one in his last nine starts. So he's pitching well, getting run support. And in those games, his last nine starts, he's given up two earned runs or less in seven of those. So he's really dealing right now versus Kyle Gibson, who's 10 and six with a 4.45 ERA. Look at Toronto. Uh, they're two and zero head to head against Philly. So hopefully that continues here. Uh, they're 73 and 50 as a favorite. They're 72 and 45 against righties. So two pretty good numbers there. Uh, also, Toronto, system-wise, non-division road favorite 61%. Both had the day off take the favorite 66%. Both those matches that are with Boston. Um, and then also, looking at our VEASAN.com bet splits, 66% of bets are on Toronto. So I don't love that. It's a, you know two-thirds of bets. That's a public play. But they're taking in 82% of the money. So that tells me it's not just you know public. It looks like both pro and Joe with this line moving in early play to Toronto. So I'm going to back Stripling. Give me the Jays. Hopefully their offense uh, gets the Gibson here. But I'm on Toronto at minus 120. Next play for me, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Uh, this is the Nats against the Braves. And I'm going to take the under 8.5. Uh, what jumped out to me for this one is a ton of liability to the under. It opened at 8.5. Some shops juiced up. 8.5 over minus 115. Now it's 8.5 under minus 115 or minus 120. So kind of some reverse line movement. With the juice trending over, now it's trending under. And that's notable because across the board, you're getting about 65% of bets on the over. So reverse line movement in terms of the juice to the under. Looks like it may get down to eight. But I jumped on the under eight and a half at minus 115. Now, if you look at the pitching matchup, Patrick Corbin is pitching for Washington. You're like, oh, how can you take an under with Corbin? He's 6-18 and 18 this year. Uh, the guy's got like a uh, 6.11 ERA, just been pretty bad. But Corbin's actually been a little bit better here as of late. He's given up two earned runs or less in four of his last five starts. Uh, so, again, he's hopefully trending in the right direction, going to keep the bats down for Atlanta. He's facing the veteran, Charlie Morton, 8-6 and six with a 4.17 ERA. Uh, aside from the juice liability under, uh, we do have um, kind of both teams trending toward unders recently. Uh, if you look at Atlanta, they're 6-1 to the under their last seven. They're 7-3 and three to the under their last ten at home. Washington, 4-2 to the under their last six. Uh, not a huge thing, but Ryan Blakeney, uh, Blakeney, the home plate umpire here, he's 55% historically to the under. So maybe he's a you know got a bigger strike zone instead of some uh, walks. Maybe you get the ball in play, maybe some strikeouts. Uh, but you're asking me, guys, you know, it's hard to take a Corbin over. I get it, but I'm seeing some liability under. I'm going to take a shot on this under. Uh, what, what if we can get a uh, you know a 5-1 Atlanta win? We'll take that. But give me the under eight and a half at minus one at minus one fifteen uh, for the Atlanta Braves under eight and a half. Next play for me, Minnesota and Kansas City. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go over in this one. I'm going the other way. Give me the Kansas City and Minnesota over nine. What jumped out to me here, guys? The total open at eight and a half. Immediately got bet up to nine. So it tells you you got your uh, some respected money sweating this over. But what's interesting is that you know even though this thing got to nine, it's actually risen uh, even higher in terms of the juice. So it's eight and a half to nine. Now it's nine over at minus 115. So maybe it gets to nine and a half, but basically anytime you go up or down a half run and then you're still juiced up uh, away from the side you just came from. So you're kind of still showing liability over, even though you, you started to rise a half run. That's notable that, Hey, there's still liability on that over. So this is a bit of a weather-based play for me. 
Uh, it's going to be 90 degrees in Kansas City tonight, really hot. Uh, and the wind's going to be blowing out to dead center around 10 miles an hour. So, again, when it's hot out, uh, makes it harder for the pitcher because they're baking out there in the sun. The position players get to be in the dugout with a fan and a nice cold Gatorade and a wet towel around their neck. So benefits hitters. It's a detriment to the pitchers. And then wind blowing out, obviously, first row – or, sorry, a uh, warning track fly ball might get pushed into a first row home run. Uh, pitching matchup here is Dylan Bundy, 8-7 and seven with a 4.68 ERA. In three September starts, he's got an ERA around six. So hopefully the bats of KC get to Bundy. Meanwhile, Granke, 4-9, 4.10 ERA. Uh, Kansas City is 10 and five, or sorry, 12 and five to the over their last 17 games at home. So hopefully we get a bunch of runs here from both teams tonight. And you also look at the bet split. I really love this bet split in favor of the over. Only 39% of bets are on the over, but it's taking in 82% of the money. That is a huge 43% plus money discrepancy to the over. So give me the Minnesota over nine, uh, over nine at minus 115. Let's get 10 runs or more. Then last play of the night for me, guys, to finish up our five-pack, I'm going to go St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals are on the road at San Diego. I talked about this one this morning in the Market Insights – or, sorry, Market Insights, the Morning Bets pod. Maybe you uh, listen and got a plus-money number because now it's kind of a minus number at some shops. But St. Louis is on the road at San Diego, uh, and they opened as a plus-115 dog, kind of a short dog here. San Diego was around minus-125. Now it's almost a pick-and-play. You know, a lot of books are down to San Diego minus-110. Uh, we're looking at St. Louis around even money or now like minus 102, minus 103. So lines going to St. Louis. Uh, that's notable because um, Adam Wainwright's on the bump facing Clevenger, 11 and nine Wainwright, uh, another ageless wonder here, 3.29 ERA versus Clevenger, who's five and seven, 4.47 ERA. But I want to bet against Clevenger. Uh, in three September starts, he has an ERA of 10.13. So he's been getting knocked around. Hopefully the bats of St. Louis get to him tonight. St. Louis is 3-0 head-to-head here against San Diego on the year. They're taking in 60% of bets, slight favorite, or slight public play, but 72% of the money, so that's a good plus money or a plus uh, you know bet discrepancy there. They have the better bats hitting 254 versus 240. They have the better team ERA, 3.78 versus 3.90. So I'm going to back St. Louis in this one. Again, becoming a basically a short dog to now closer and closer to a pick-and-play. And by the way, Anyone holding a Goldschmidt MVP ticket? I just uh, you know randomly looked at these numbers again. He's up to minus three thousand. So uh, Goldie's going to win this thing most likely. And if you got him at what was it minus one thirty five that we talked about on the pod, uh, hey, you're feeling good about that one right now. But give me St. Louis guys. I got the cards at plus one hundred. Uh, so our five pack in Major League Baseball. Can we get three or more of these? Give me Boston minus one twenty. Toronto minus one twenty. Braves under eight and a half minus one fifteen. Minnesota over nine minus 115 and St. Louis plus 100. Maybe you're getting like minus 102 now, uh, but that's a good line move toward the Cardinals. Uh, but there you have it, guys. First half of the pod here in the books, but don't go anywhere. These we can't sweat these tonight, but we can put our you know to uh, get our homework in, start to get the the juices flowing, thinking about these numbers. So hopefully we can cash these bets on the weekend. But I have ten major uh, ten NFL bets for week three that caught my eye. And then I have uh, three more college football bets with some really sharp line moves that I'm excited to discuss with you. So don't go anywhere. We talked baseball for our sweats for tonight. Now let's do our homework, get re- get prepared for this weekend. A lot of NFL and college to talk about for this upcoming weekend. So don't go anywhere, guys. Going to finish up strong in episode 662 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans and bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies and left out in the cold. Prop 27 ensures that California finally catches up to the rest of America. So vote yes on Prop 27 in this fall's midterm elections. All right, everyone, we are back at it on episode 662 of the Market Insights pod on a big Tuesday. Uh, looking back toward yesterday, uh, big win there for the Eagles. That was kind of the best play of the night, but 2-3 and three overall. 
I'm still shaking my head at Baltimore. You lose 11 nothing as a minus 200 favorite against the lowly Tigers. That's baseball for you. Uh, but 2-3, and three, minus 1.42 units yesterday. Let's see if we can get it uh, back today. We talked about uh, MLB bets for tonight. I'm on the Red Sox, the Jays, the Braves under, Minnesota over in St. Louis. Uh, but now let's look toward this NFL slate for week three because we have some really interesting line moves. And again, uh, I'm not going to say you should bet these all right now. Doesn't Maybe you can pick off a few that you like. Uh, I think it's important, again, to monitor the full movement because, again, you know, you're going to want to try to, um, you know, uh, see the uh, metamorphosis of a line uh, because that's kind of really going to tell you the, the whole story. If you just bet a game based on a Monday or Tuesday, you're only reading, you know, the first chapter of a book. You want to read the whole thing. How does it end? So that's the whole point here. But I think it's important that as NFL bettors, we don't just wake up on Sunday, you know, at, uh, at uh, you know, 10 a.m. and put our bets in, you know, and we want to monitor this stuff all week long to pick up on the little intricacies that uh, are very important for betters to know about. So a bunch of bets here. Let's just run through a few of them. Number one, uh, Baltimore, New England, one o'clock game. My Patriots uh, are at home against Baltimore, making their season opener. Guys, this is a massive, massive, massive contrarian play. This is the number one contrarian play of the weekend. Baltimore opened at around a minus three road favorite. And we're starting to see maybe this go to three and a half. Baltimore's minus uh, three at minus 115 at some shops. I'm going to hold out and see if I can get the Patriots plus the hook. Yes, I'm a Pats fan, obviously, uh, but I would say the exact same thing if this was any other team. Uh, but what, the reason why I like it, it's not because I'm a Pats fan. It's not because I can just get the hook. It's because how effing lopsided this is in favor of uh, New England here, or, or against New England, I guess I should say. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, if you look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, are getting 91% of bets. Everybody, and I mean everybody and their mother, is on Baltimore here. Uh, that means the Patriots, if you flip it, are only getting 9% of bets at home. So just an insanely lopsided uh, bet discrepancy here. So, of course, if 91% are on one side and I can get the hook on New England plus 3.5, you know I'm going to go with the 9% side. Uh, what's also notable is, you know, Baltimore open minus 3. Even though they're getting this such heavy betting, the line really hasn't moved off of three. Now, it may get to three and a half. That's why I'm going to hold out here because it is juiced up toward Baltimore. But Patriots go to the hook. I'm going to be like a uh, you know a Namib desert lion where I studied abroad in Namibia, see if I can stalk a gazelle and get that hook with a three and a half. But uh, that just jumped out to me how effing lopsided, and by the way, it's freaking lopsided, uh, the Patriots are there. So I'm looking to buy low on New England in their home opener. I'm holding out for a three and a half uh, with a huge contrarian play with the Pats. Uh, next play. That caught my eye, the Jets. Uh, obviously, the Jets had a huge comeback there last week against the Browns. Now they're at home against Cincinnati. I'd be looking to take the points with the Jets, guys. This opened uh, around the Bengals minus six on the road. It's now down to five. I even see a bunch of shops now to four and a half. So we do have conference dogs six or less. They've been great uh, over the last three years. They're 60%. Uh, but that line is going to the Jets. Obviously, they're coming off that big win. Uh, Flacco's elite. I think it was his first win there uh, in his last, like, eight starts or something. But Cincy, I don't know what's wrong with them. Super Bowl hangover. They really uh, spent a lot of money, and I thought, hey, that offensive line's going to be so much better to protect Burrow. It really hasn't. He's been getting hit maybe more this year than last year. So something's up with the Bengals. I'd be looking to take the points of the Jets here, guys. Uh, they are 4.5, maybe in a teaser play. You take them up to 10.5. Can you keep this thing close? Uh, I'd be looking at the Jets in this spot. Uh, next play, this is a play I really like, uh, Detroit. I'll be taking the points here with the Detroit Lions. It's kind of tough because uh, really early move toward Detroit, but you kind of missed the key number. So I'm going to kind of wait it out, see where this thing goes next. But you did open Minnesota at home, seven-point home favorite. Now the line is down to six. So that tells me a lot of respected money hit Detroit, uh, getting uh, getting plus seven, even six and a half. Now you're down to six. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to see if maybe it creeps back up and I can get the six and a half. 
but I'm going to really be careful here because if it's juiced up, you know, plus six to minus 115 toward Detroit, like it may get down to five and a half, then I'm going to try to grab this six before it falls. Obviously, six is a bit of a key number. It's become more of a key number over the last few years because once they move back the uh, the extra point, uh, you have, you know, a little bit less extra points made, more misses. So obviously the six is more critical than it used to be. Uh, but Detroit would also match as a divisional dog, uh, 54% the last few years. Dan Campbell as a dog, 68%. And also a little bit of a rest advantage. You know, Minnesota played Monday night, Detroit played Sunday. So you got a little bit rest first tired there in favor of Detroit. But I'm looking to take the points there with the Lions. Uh, next play for me, sharp dog to fave line move in favor of Vegas. This is a big game for Josh McDaniels. He's, he's now 0-2 as the head coach of Vegas, so this is a big one that, that he's got to get. I think he's going to get it against Tennessee, who's looked really bad here. And Is it Tannehill? Is it Malik Willis? Who knows? A.J. Brown is gone. I think it's a huge detriment to their offense. Uh, but Vegas actually opened getting 2.5 on the road at Tennessee. Now they flip to Vegas minus 2.5. So that is a dog-to-fave line move in favor of Vegas. Uh, I'd be looking at money lining Vegas here. You know, shop around. You can get Vegas around minus 130. But that's a nice dog to fave in favor of Derek Carr and the Raiders. Uh, next one up, I'm looking to take the points with Houston. Houston is on the road at Chicago. Chicago opened as around a three-point home favorite. Now the line is down to two and a half. Um, some of these shops are juiced up minus two and a half, minus 115. So it may get back up to three. I'm going to hold out for Houston with the key number of three. Uh, but I think it's a field goal game. Again, that's why you want to push a three instead of lose a two and a half. Uh, but I like Houston in this spot. Line's going in their favor. They would be a dog with a very low total. Total in this one is just 40 and a half. Um, short road dogs, three or less, are 57% uh, the last three years. And also Houston, they're only getting 49% bets but 66% of the money. So pretty good bet split there in favor of Houston. So if you can find a three or wait it out, I'm looking at the three with Houston. Uh, next one up here, again, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady, uh, but the line's going to Green Bay here. Tom Brady and the Bucks open at home a three-point home favorite over Green Bay. Now the line's down to two and a half or even two at some shops. So you missed the key number of three. I'd be surprised if it gets back up there. One thing is notable here is uh, Mike Evans, star wide receiver for Tampa Bay. He's going to miss this game. He's been suspended. So I'm thinking maybe this is a teaser play. Uh, you could take Green Bay, you know, two to eight or two and a half to eight and a half. Go through three, go through seven. Maybe the Bucks win a close one here. But if you're getting Rodgers as a dog, the line's going in his favor. Uh, they're getting 43% bets, but 59% money. I'm looking at Green Bay in this situation. And you do look at dogs who made the playoffs last uh, the previous season. They're 57% the last four years. Uh, next one that caught my eye, Atlanta at Seattle. Uh, this line opened Seattle, a three-point favorite at home. It's down to two. I see some some shops down to one and a half. So, again, you missed the key number, uh, but this is all movement here toward Atlanta. They're only getting 56% bets, but 68% of the money. And this maybe is a teaser play as well. Uh, you know, plus two to plus eight, go through three, go through seven. I can see that being a field goal game. I'd be looking to take the points with the Falcons. Next play, uh, I'm going to look toward the um, uh, Arizona Cardinals here at home. Uh, I would love a plus four, but I'm starting to see it fall maybe down to three and a half. But this line opened, you know, on the road around a – I saw different openers. Like one opener is just like minus 2.5 Rams, but a lot of them were like minus 4.5 Rams. Now it's down to 3.5. So this line is falling toward Arizona. Uh, they would match as a divisional dog. Uh, you look at Kyler Murray as a dog, 68% ATS in his career. Uh, and you look at Arizona as well, only 28% bets, but 56% of the money. And the Rams, Stafford, he's throwing picks. I can just see this, you know, a short game here, a short win. So I'd be looking at grabbing the three and a half there with Arizona. The other one that I really like, San Francisco. Uh, I'm worried this is going to be a really public play in a primetime game, which I don't like to do. 
But they went from plus one and a half to minus one and a half at Denver. And that line is flipping dog to favorite in favor of the 49ers. So I'd be looking at money lining the 49ers at this point. You know, if it gets any higher, if it gets to San Fran laying three, something crazy like that, then, you know, maybe you buy back Denver plus three. But my angle here, guys, is the coaching matchup. I'm just not a fan of Nathaniel Hackett. This guy, I think, is in way over his head. Uh, I just do not trust him at all. And this is a big coaching mismatch in favor of Shanahan against Hackett. Uh, I'd be looking at San Francisco on the money line, dog to favorite, around minus 120. Uh, keep an eye out Monday night, Dallas and the Giants. This open Giants laying like four and a half on the look ahead. The line is now down to two and a half. So money's going toward Dallas. That would be a divisional dog, primetime dog. That's kind of a sweet spot for us. Uh, but you also look at Dallas maybe in a teaser spot, two and a half up to eight and a half, go through three, go through seven. That could be a low scoring game. Uh, it did open 40, it's down to 39 and a half. But I'd be looking at Dallas ideally in a teaser play, uh, maybe to uh, to make sure that a three point game, you, you cash that. I'd also keep in mind Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, that line opened like minus three, minus four in favor of Cleveland. It got up to minus five, but I'm starting to see it come back. This is your Thursday night game. So again, we'll talk about this you know, tomorrow and obviously Thursday. Uh, I'm looking at Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm a little wary of them you know, being a really public play, but I think five might be your best number. And you do have Mike Tomlin as a dog in his career, 20 and six ATS, 77%. So I could see a three-point game there. I am leaning toward Pittsburgh, primetime dog. I just don't love the fact that they're kind of a public play, but the line is coming back in their favor. If you like Pittsburgh, guys, you may want to grab the plus five now because it looks like it may be getting down to four and a half. Uh, so that's a lot to chew on uh, for the NFL here, guys. But um, now I want to go to college football. You know, we talked yesterday uh, about um, Iowa State, who's really my favorite play of the week. You know, unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. Iowa State was like a pick em. Now they're minus two and a half. So I'm already in pocket money line. Uh, with Iowa State around minus 130. But a few other games caught my eye that I want to share with you. So there's three in particular. One is TCU. It's a 12 o'clock game on Saturday. TCU is at SMU. Uh, TCU, SMU, it opened at a pick'em. Pretty much a spread of zero here. Now you flip to TCU on the road, minus one and a half or minus two. So line is moving toward TCU. Uh, they're getting 67% of bets. Don't love that. That's a public play. But they're getting 90% of the money. So it tells me that's kind of both pro and Joe in favor of TCU. Uh, one advantage here, you got to start, you know, thinking about this, guys, with you know rest advantage and kind of schedule spots. It's that TCU is coming off a bye. They last played September 10th, whereas SMU played last Saturday. They played the 17th. So when you get into those matchups where one team is rested coming off a bye, favorites off a bye in college have done very well. I think they're around 56% ATS the last like five years or so. So lines going to TCU. They're rested. You got a low bets, higher dollars. I'm looking at a money line play on TCU. Shop around. You can get that money line at around minus 120-ish, minus 125. So get, let's go Horn Frogs, baby. Uh, next play for me that really caught my eye, really sharp dog to fave line move. Give me North Carolina. Rudy's going to be mad about this one. I'm going to bet against Notre Dame. Uh, North Carolina opened, believe it or not, like a dog in this game. They opened like getting one, you know, a pick them, something like that. Now it's flipped to North Carolina minus two. Minus one and a half, minus two. So this line is flipping dog to fave or pick them to fave in favor of UNC. That's notable because they're only getting around 40% of bets. But this would also be off a buy. You know, North Carolina uh, last played the 10th, whereas Notre Dame played on the 17th. So again, rested, favorites off a buy. That's kind of a situation I like to get behind. But a huge difference here in terms of offensive output. Uh, you look at UNC, they score a ton. They're averaging 51 points a game. And Notre Dame was struggled. They're averaging 18 points a game. So I just don't think Notre Dame has the offense to keep up with UNC on a very short number like this. 
I'm looking at a pick'em or dog to fave in favor of UNC. Give me North Carolina, guys. Shop around another money line play for me. I'm on UNC there at around minus 125. Then the other one that really caught my eye, Minnesota. Let's go Golden Gophers. Minnesota is at Michigan State. Uh, hopefully we can go for two for two betting against Michigan State. But you did open this game. Uh, actually, Michigan State at home laying two. Now it's flipped to Minnesota minus two and a half. So another dog to fave line move. Um, you look at the betting percentages here, only 47% bets, but 81% of the money is on Minnesota. So again, really good low bets, higher dollar bet split telling us the percentage of bets are in favor of Minnesota. Um, also, you look at the offense, they're averaging 50 points a game versus 38 for Michigan State. And then also the defense of Minnesota. Let's hope they, uh, they come to play here on Saturday. It's a 3:30 game, but they're only giving up six points a game whereas Michigan State's giving up 17. So I like this dog-to-fave move toward the Gophers. Shop around. I got the Gophers at around, I think, minus 135, minus 140, something like that. But UNC, Minnesota, TCU, Iowa State, those are my sharp, uh, you know, kind of small spread, you know, fishy, uh, contrarian reverse line move plays that I'll be sweating this weekend. Uh, But there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar grinding here in the arena. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you become a better better, if you've learned to you know, put aside your bias and your gut instinct and now you have a blueprint, you're a data-driven better, you're looking at line movement, betting percentages, you know, betting systems, uh, matchups, all the kind of stuff that we look toward, uh, you'd be taking a contrarian angle. Maybe you flat bet and you don't parlay anymore because parlays are the penny slot, which make the book uh, a ton of money and cost you a lot of money as a better. Or maybe you've kind of you know, uh, learn to track your bets or again, all the little things that we talk about systems. If the pot has helped you in any way, uh, become a better, better. Or if you just want to make my day, you think I'm a decent guy and you want to make me happy. Then there's one thing I ask of you buy my book, go to amazon.com, type in the everything guide to sports betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan. Again, if you want to learn more about betting or you have a friend or a relative or you know a coworker who's getting into it, maybe your state just went legal, uh, then maybe you pick up a copy of my book, get, uh, get it to them and say, hey, whatever you do, don't bet a same game parlay. Uh, but seriously, guys, it would mean a lot to me. And if you've already bought one, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata, in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, down in newly legalized Connecticut. Before you know it, we'll be uh, hanging out with Julian Edelman and Ben Affleck at the Encore in Boston, betting legally. Uh, can't wait for that. Hopefully it's like December, I'm hearing, January, somewhere around there, that we go legal in mass or out in uh, New, uh, New York where they're breaking handle records every day. Or, of course, you know, all these states go legal, but nothing beats Vegas. Get out to Vegas. Go to the South Point where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where we had one hot dog. Kimbrell almost wanted to take our hot dog last night. We should have had more freaking Baltimore. Uh, but either way, guys, at the South Point, uh, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, or, of course, Circa, breaking uh, you know the, the coolest uh, you know the coolest spot there with your feet in the pool at Stadium Swim, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, or at the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me, and there's only one bet you're going to show me. You're going to show me an Eagles ticket. It's not the Eagles. It's the Eagles. Eagles, 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 huge hit there. Again, we, we noticed the move early to uh, you know to the Vikings, but we didn't just run to the book and bet it. We waited it out. It turned into a uh, contrarian play, fade the trendy dog with some late movement to the Eagles. So big, big hit there with the Eagles. Flash me an Eagles ticket. First one's on you. Next one's on me. We're going to post about the book. 
so that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So I wish you the best of luck, guys. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Well, smart money win every time? Of course not, but we're playing a long game here. And if we can consistently find that sweet spot where a game matches simultaneously against the public with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value, if we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. So wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Tuesday. See if we can get some MLB hot dogs tonight. Uh, and again, we're continuing to grind here, guys. So as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. And Craig Kimbrell, don't make me sweat so much next time. Have a great day, guys. Good luck. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.